All right, guys, welcome to episode three of the Invictus podcast. Don't know what we're going to call this one yet. No, um, new setup with a microphone. Yeah, so if you're watching this on the live, <laughs> you will see our, our new little setup in the office, now our podcasting studio, and uh, we've got a microphone. So, fingers crossed, the sound quality is a hell of a lot better than the first couple episodes which was recorded off just a crappy inbuilt microphone on an old laptop so golden now yes exciting times we're tech savvy <laughs> uh, we also moved into the office because uh we had a bit of feedback saying that um the sound quality with being in that open open gym um bit echoey, it, yeah. yeah a bit echoey and not as clear when you're doing stuff. So a couple of people were listening to us while they were driving to work or driving somewhere and they found it hard to listen by um, doing the, uh, being in the car because there was a bit of feedback with, um, yeah. yeah. So we've moved into the, moved into the office and we set up a little area, um, just like we were talking about last, um, last session about having your workstations in your gym in your gym stations and everything set up um so we're still working on that we've got a different station we're getting there yes but um getting there um today we're gonna not really talk about too much about um motivation and structure and stuff yeah because we've we've done a bit of that we've done a bit of that we're going to talk about how we've adapted some exercises and exercise techniques and stuff with our online training and our at-home training and our own training. Um, a lot of people think that, you know, we've still got access to the gym, that, you know, easy for us. We've got, we've got plenty, no equipment. <laughs> plenty, plenty to use, but apparently we've uh, hired all that out. We've got no equipment. We've, um, got we've hired that much out that I had to go buy some for myself um, to use because yeah. I had none. My training at home has been all body weight. I've taken nothing home and I've just been, like, I've... I've purposely tried to do it tough because I know so many other people don't have much so I'm like okay well I'm going to try and do the same as what most of you guys are doing and just train with minimal like nothing I have nothing at home everything's been body weight I've been using a bag with books in it how funny is that um, we get all these videos and we're training all these you know different people online and we're seeing their houses and we're seeing their setup crazy setups like really good I know I I kind of like I'm so jealous because I want to have some stuff at my house yeah. And it's t- really um, it's insane. Insane that it's um, really je- ironic. Like <laughs> yeah, the gym owners have nothing, <laughs> and we're jealous <laughs> we've got, like, of the your worst setups. setups. <laughs> it's crazy. But well, yeah, we want to just have a bit of a chat about the things that you can do and you can use with um, well, yeah with um, with doing... minimal and having yeah. not much because like yeah. some some of you guys out there like like we just said have awesome setups, have all the weights in the world, and can can progressively overload your training just by adding weight. Yeah. Some people can't do that if you don't have any weight. And when that's when that's when you're used to using that method of training mm. and then or even just that you're valuing that this week I got to go this weight I haven't done this weight yeah. before as your guide it makes it a little, you know, testing time with um training and you know when you use that number value of um progression. Yeah. 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 And like but the thing is, I guess it's like, because we are so used to doing that, and most people in a training sense are so used to doing that, um, I guess it's an understanding of what is progressive overload. Progressive overload isn't purely 
uh, from a sense of adding more resistance. Um, it can be done in so many different ways, time under tension, more volume, so we can increase reps, we can increase sets, we can dec- play around with rest ratios. There's so many ways and like, and now we're forced to have to be creative and use those different methods for yeah. most people because like we said, you can't add on weight, so. Tempo, yeah. tempo is your best friend right now. Um, and I have had a, lot, a few people say to me they're worried about their gains. If you use these other techniques correctly, you should get more gains. Yeah, you should like, still be able to come through this and be stronger or fitter, whatever it is. Like, yeah. you can improve. Like, our, our body, um, re- like, set one, the last seminar that I did, um, Jamie Smith and Charlie from Melbourne Strength Culture spoke about this a lot. And it was just really funny how, like, that was sort of the last seminar I went to and then this all happened and it was all about internal and external load and external load being the barbell, the weight, all that sort of stuff. Your body and your central nervous system actually have no idea what that is, no idea whatsoever. Your body only basically knows, if we're talking in like a hypertrophy sense or really, really any sense, like developing strength, your body just knows proximity to failure. Like your body knows this is hard or this is easy. And it has nothing to do with how much is it on the bar. Yeah. You can you can you can have sixty kilos on the bar, let's say doing back squats and doing ten reps, and that could be super easy. Or you could do sixty kilos on the bar and do ten reps with three seconds on the way down, a pause at the bottom, and then a drive up, and that's really challenging. Yeah. The weight on the bar has not changed. Yeah. The only difference is we've added tempo to make it challenging and now the proximity to failure has increased. Yeah. It kind of um, goes to that old um, testing when we've done testing and you've had somebody else put the weight on the bar or all the bars, uh, the weights have been black so you don't add them up and you just move because you're not um, setting up those... Um, prim- prim- those I can't say the word. Parameters. Yeah. Parameters. In your mind that this is going to be hard because of the weight that's on the bar. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I think, I think our members in a sense, like a lot of people are still struggling, but I think most of our members, because we made a big step towards RPE based training. Um, so for those who don't know RPE based training, rate of perceived exertion. Yeah. So scaling your sets out of 10. So 10 being an absolute max, nine being probably one rep left in the tank, eight being probably two reps left in the tank, seven being three. We can we can use that and we've been using that moving forwards. Now we're in a position where people can't just add on weight and go on, okay, do as many reps as you can, but at an eight. So, because everyone's got a different amount of weight, like so we might have someone doing like back squats at home, kind of keep going with the back squat and someone's got 40 kilos and someone's got 80 kilos. Yeah. So the person who's got the 40 kilos, like they're both equally strong, but that person's just going to have to do more sets. Yeah. Sorry, more reps. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's with people who have weight. We've also got a few clients and, you know, ourselves where um, we don't have the equipment. So, you know, making do with, um, I've got a client that, their partner um, does clay modeling and build, uh, makes vases and art and stuff. So he puts uh, the clay packets in a shopping bag and we use them for weights because he do- actually doesn't have any weights and didn't hire any weights. So um, there, there are so many ways to skin a cat right now. Um, and 
um, it, rather than seeing it as it's hard because I don't have the things, get creative and yeah. um, use different different methods. Like you can fill up shopping bags full of all the cans of food that you have in your cupboard mm-hmm. and if you hoarded during that you know crazy time then you might have a few um and then you can you can hold those shopping bags and do step ups you can do rdls you can do, you can do anything like you can almost do anything front races so many you can things. do rows but like like tony was saying um so the person who had the clay bags like their next session so let's say they're doing i don't know step ups mm. let's say they're doing step ups and they do 10 step ups each leg and that's like really 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 challenging then the next week it's like okay try and do 11 try and do 12 yeah like we don't have to add more clay like we don't have to make it heavier which is kind of what we're trying to trying to get at here is like there's as long as you're progressing like it doesn't matter if you're doing like you get to a point where you're doing 50 reps like if you're close to failure you're going to get better you're going to get stronger and you're going to get an adaptation yeah exactly that exactly that so yeah it's, it's really just about getting creative guys like i feel like everyone has stuff like i was I was doing my check-in calls yesterday with my clients and um, one of them used, they had front plate raises. So when I gave them the front plate raise, I just said, grab, find whatever you've got and just use that for a frontal raise. And they added in their program instead of uh, like 10 kilos or whatever they might normally add, they just put a piece of wood. Cool. Yeah. If that piece of wood was heavy enough, why not? Yeah. I, um, I had the same. We did even bicep curls and they just had... Um, two bits of wood that they joined together to stop something in their shed from doing something and they just grabbed those um, yeah. the, a, another person doing step ups on a ladder because they didn't really have a step anywhere handy and they didn't want to stand on their chairs or, or, or whatever and they just got that ladder out we've done um, pull ups or rows with, uh, with a ladder and a stick um, but, Even your dining room table, like yeah. up on the dining room table yeah. underneath, arms out wide, pull yourself up. There's there's lots of options, so many, and like even from so we've we've spoke purely from like a strength standpoint, but even from um, like for the guys doing Muay Thai, um, you know some of some of the group are lucky enough to have a bag or somewhere where they can hang a bag, which is probably the hardest part. Like you could get a bag, but if you don't have something sturdy enough to hang it off of. Uh, it kind of makes it tough and the freestanding bags are like really really expensive so not everyone can afford to get a freestanding bag so the other day I just grabbed a whole bunch of the old pads that we had lying around and I thought oh well what can I do with these so I took them all home bit of duct tape and just taped it around a tree in the positions where I would punch and yep. some of the other guys have done the same thing like I know um, Jess one of the girls she's got a I think it's a basketball um, ring or a netball ring or something she's She's just taped the pads around that and she's using that to, to train, which is like you just got to adapt yeah. and think outside the box a little bit because like, like we were saying, we don't all have like a perfect home gym set up. Yeah. If we all exactly. had a perfect home gym set up, we probably wouldn't always come to the gym other than for the motivation and the camaraderie, you know what I mean? Yeah, and spending time, spending time with each other. Um, exactly that. I think it's um, funny that the, those old ads, uh, if you've got a door, you've got a gym, like it's... Right now, it's like, it's true. <laughs> every every time we use something that's not gym equipment based, we're kind of like, if you've got a ladder, you've got mm-hmm. gym. It's I like every session there's... Um, something funny. Some kind of funny off. moment with the... Oh, I don't think I shared to you. I saw a video of it. I don't know. I think I did. I, think I shared it with someone. Maybe I did. And it was someone doing... 
Did I? It was like they had a band looped around for the tricep push downs. You know how we did that yeah. on the door? Yeah. Someone looped a band, like a pretty strong, thick band, around a door, walked right back, and we're doing like tricep extensions. Yeah. And they ripped the fucking door <laughs> off of the hinges and it came down and it hit the guy in the head. The corner of the door smashed the guy in the head and cut his head open. <laughs> yeah, I just found it. I don't know how I found it, but it was just a whole bunch of like gym, home gym, quarantine fails. Oh my goodness. It was really good. I'll have to find it. Yeah, that's hilarious. If I find yeah. it, I'll post it in the, the Invictus CrossFit Henley group. Yeah, I, I actually did have a client put a band around a trunk, uh, their, one of their thicker branches on a tree and sit down and do lat pull down mm. um, and that worked fine but we kind of tested it before I did that so it didn't pull the tree <laughs> <laughs> down or anything uh, today I had a client this morning she had a band with the handles and we wrapped the handle wrapped it around the dining room table and um, did did rows with those yeah. so bands are uh, awesome um, to use to do to do different training stuff so if you've actually um, got a band and you're not quite sure how to use it, send us a message. We can send you a whole heap of different um, mm. exercises that you can use for that. Like every body part, we can... We've got we, heaps. We've got every so much single body part, we can help you with... Like we've said in the previous episodes, like our exercise library is building. So like we've got all of that, all those videos to share with people. Um, yeah. yeah. And we've had a whole bunch of people actually jump on um, the quarantine program that we put up last week. So yeah, so, that's kind of cool. Uh, last week we... Uh, spoke briefly about us um, <laughs> putting out a free um, exercise yeah. program. And it's been like, it's literally everything we just spoke about now, like the whole like time under tension, like nearly every, basically every single sets for as many reps as possible, just using the weight that you have. And there's like guidelines in it, but it's literally like these are the exercises, but, and these are the sets, and the sets increase from week to week. But yeah. your repetitions, is just what you've got available. Yeah, so all you do is click on the exercise. The exercise will take you to a video that we've made in the gym of how to do the exercise, and then you go from there. So Super cool. Yeah, if any of you guys are interested in it and just want something different to add to your training, if you're not doing the CrossFit, if you're, not, if you're missing out on some sessions and you you know lack motivation with those wads or whatever, jump just on. Real easy, real easy. Yeah. Jump on and they're very. It's got a little tutorial to how to use the the template, the, the template and everything. It's super easy, uh, super easy to do. I think I'm gonna make um another one and we'll chuck one like together that's more. We spoke about it like last week, building one that's like a more of a cardio one. So maybe like open it up to like running. If you got a rowing machine, rowing. If you got a bike, bike. Like you can use either and working off of like either heart rate ranges if you've got a heart rate monitor or just like rpe yeah a lot of, a lot of you guys now um do have your watches and yeah. your eye watches and your garments and all that kind of stuff like that's um they all have heart rate on it sometimes the heart rate's not cohesive to if you're wearing a a band or yeah, it might not be as accurate or, but, like, but yeah. it's still it still gives you a gauge you still can use it and use that for your training um, it's not just there so you can close a ring or com- say that you've completed a workout today to get yeah, a tick a or a rate. goal or whatever. Actually use it. So turn it on when you're, when you're doing your workout um, and then you can get on the bike or get on the rower or get on, your, get on your running and you can do intervals by just getting that heart rate up and down. Um, 
use it as the as a tool, not just as a a tick the box. Or just I, a fashion. Yeah, <laughs> I did all the steps. I've closed all my rings. I've stood up enough. I've had breathing time or whatever else that. Yeah, it, it has on there. You know, there's other things that you can use those watches for. I didn't even think about talking about this, but kind of like now we've gone down that path of like the um, smart watches and all that sort of stuff. Is um, now we know that so many people are all working from home. Um, the whole sedentary sort of thing. So so yeah. many people are so many, so much more sedentary now. So using your um, your smart watches, smartphones, whatever you've got, and tracking your steps is going to be something that's going to be a real um, bit of gold really to make sure that you are losing weight because training like we, we've said before in the past and we say it in the gym all the time like training is only a small percentage of your day it's you know at most generally one hour out of 24 hours so tracking your steps and aiming to get like the minimum standard like according to sort of a research and what muscle nerds put out 7,000 7,000 is the minimum every day absolute minimum that's seven days that's seven days a week so if you're not working seven days a week if you want to have like the weekend off then you need to condense that what does that work out to be for for seven days like uh, my math right now is failing me (laughs) whatever like it's it's about 50,000 ish Um, if you condense like you've got to condense that then into five days yeah um, uh, you guys or the guys that know me know that I've been doing this step challenge for a while. Not really um, as a challenge to anybody else, but it's a challenge to maintain my goal steps um, for like my consistency and my weight for, tr- for Ollie and competing and all that kind of stuff and just a little bit of mindfulness too. So mine's on 12,000 steps a day. Yeah. Yep. Um, and once I hit, uh, I don't know, about 50 or 60 days, I don't even, yeah, I don't have a lot of days where I go, oh my God. When I first started, I would look at my watch and go, oh my, I haven't, haven't hit. And I would be doing laps from my lounge room up the hallway around and doing laps and laps and laps around my kitchen to finish those steps off. Um, now it's um, routine and I'm up to like 205, Yeah. something like that. And I didn't even think that I'd make it to 100. It was only because um, I had Kim um, challenge me to make it to 100 mm. that I'm like, oh, now I have to go to 100. Um, and it's just, it, I don't, yeah, there's, there's most days or most weeks where I don't even... Um, yeah, you don't, have, you don't have to fight to do it. Like, no, I don't at have to. At the start, it's a bit different. Yeah. When you first start, it's like, oh, how the hell am I going to get all these steps in? But like, you've made it part of your lifestyle and part of your daily routine. Yeah, I don't, just even, do it. I don't even know um, the last time I walked around the kitchen, to be <laughs> honest. I used to... You used to I, walk back and forth around me when you were just like like talking. Yeah. And I'd get dizzy. I know, and the kids, oh, they'd be watching TV and I'd just be walking behind them and then... In, that, that was they almost, were driving. They were, I was driving them all insane. It was about as infuriating as your slurping. Right now <laughs> <in the drink. laughs> it's not slurping. It's <laughs> it's through a straw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but like, like, one of the good things too about steps, if you're smart with it, and if you're someone who really, really, really struggles to diet, and like by diet, I just mean like cutting your calories down, and going into more of a deficit. Um, 
an easy way to continue. Like as you're losing weight, like traditionally you're going to have to cut your calories because you, your deficit is going to then become your maintenance and then you're not going to lose weight. So then you go into more of a deficit, more maintenance. You can do the same thing just by increasing your steps. Yeah. So you could, you could just sit on whatever your base maintenance calories are and increase your steps by a couple of thousand and that's going to put you into a deficit just yeah. by increasing your activity levels. Yeah, the, the hard thing about this step thing and the step challenge now is that the weather is turning um, and trying to get those... It's nice s- at the moment though. Like oh. at the moment it's like really nice in the morning, like it's nice and fresh. Yeah, the rainy days are coming. The rainy days are coming and the, the daylight hours are decreasing and it's going to get cold, but yeah. So no, yeah, it's, it's, a, pre- it's it. a perfect time to start yeah, while start it's good and get your habit. routine happening. Get into the habit, and then you will end up being, never killed anyone. <laughs> being like me and being 200 and something days. 200 day fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but like seriously, like it's like, but you just build that habit now, especially before it does get real crappy. Because like, we, we spoke a little bit, like, not speaking, not going into motivation, but we spoke a little bit of last week about motivation. Like it's hard, like any time, but when it's yeah. in winter, like imagine trying to get motivated in the middle of winter when it's freezing cold and raining every day. Like, try and get it done now. Just build that habit. That's what I think anyway. Yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. It's, um, some, some days we work from the gym and I definitely have to go home and go for a walk because we're sitting, sitting a bit more at the gym than what we usually do. Like, gym is usually... We're um, really active. We don't yeah, sit down. We, you know, t- training people and moving people around and going. Yeah, we're just going. We're not. This is not, the most sedentary I've been in my entire life. Yeah, it's, so I've, I've had to go for a bit of a walk when I've come home from work most days, rather than just getting it during during the day. So um, I'm glad I'm in the routine of it. Mm. Even if yeah, it's good. But like for so many levels too. Like not just like to get moving again and to get that activity level like you were saying before. Like it's that. Um, mindfulness um, that you get as well like it's really really good and we've been speaking a bit about like this week about mindfulness and um, just getting some time to whether it be listen to nothing and just go for a walk and like get away from everyone talking to you and especially like all the teachers right now like they'd be pretty stressed like everyone's pretty stressed right now everyone's pretty stressed right now if you can get away and just like get a little bit of mindfulness time a bit of quiet time or even just chuck in like a podcast it's, it's like pretty cool like that's why I've been doing it like I'm not really doing it so much to like increase my activity level. I'm mostly just doing it to like get a good routine. A hundred percent mindfulness in the morning. A hundred percent right now. Mine is mindfulness. Yep. And sometimes I don't take my phone even, and I don't listen to anything, and I just take the dog and we just go for a walk and switch off from it's the huge. day. Super powerful. Uh, when you're at home and you're with the same people all the time, it's nice to go for a walk by yourself and just have some time out it's that mindfulness that you kind of need and you're getting that exercise um I, I can't believe the amount of people that i see walking i mean not that i know or just see walking and i didn't think that had that many people had dogs. everyone's walking <laughs> everyone it's like it's so good like why weren't you guys walking before like no one was walking before coronavirus <laughs> nah. now everyone's walking it's good yeah. It's real good. Um, I uh, bring a ball sometimes for the dog and sometimes I go for a bit of a run and 
run and throw the ball or, you know, it's just time out. It's, it's time out and training at the same time and getting my steps up and not being a sedentary that, you know, getting, um, getting out and about and not being with the same people all the time and all that, all that kind of stuff, all those things that are starting to play on people's minds and, um, yeah, that is just getting annoying for people and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, smart watches, smart watches are good right now. Um, you can use them, you know, for those steps. But like I said before, smart watches would be going nuts right now. I reckon everyone would be buying them. Them and like even microphones. Like we got a white one. I want to get like an all black one. Every color, <laughs> every single color of this brand was sold out anywhere you could find it. So everyone's doing podcasts. Smart watches are going. Gym gear is like you can't, you can't get oh gym gear. Oh my god! And you're buying, you're buying so second expensive. or third hand gym gear for more than it would cost you to get top of a range brand new stuff um what else there's been heaps of other stuff that's like oh at the start uh fridges and freezers i don't i think that's died down a little bit now yeah that's kind of died down um i don't know what else uh plants i actually want to do plants and veggies i usually plant veggies over you know the different seasons i can't get um any veggies to plant so i've planted some pumpkin from pumpkin seeds that I had from you know my pumpkins (laughs) I didn't buy them I ate the pumpkin um and I've actually that started going now so yeah that um you can't get um because everyone's trying to be self-sufficient and being puzzles puzzles you can't get puzzles and Legos really hard to get too puzzles I actually went on a puzzle website because I'm you know been we've been doing puzzles at home but we've been doing them like for ages before yeah, this, training for a while. yeah, I found it a good way at at the start where we were doing so, a puzzle for, just to have family time or family connection because we weren't watching TV, um, and then I would do a puzzle and my kids would come in one at a time and they'd help me a little bit and we'd have a chat and then they'd go on and another kid would come in we'd do a little bit just because I was sitting there doing them, um, so I found it really good way. Um, Get everyone together. To, yeah, yeah, to have that bit of do. Everyone, that like, watch TV. Yeah. Watch TV in separate rooms or sit on their phones. Yeah, so, you know, there was no phone. The, the phones were down, and yeah, you have a conversation just by putting a couple of pieces in. So, but I jumped on a, a website to get some more because we kind of finished one that took us ages, and it was that bad that I wanted to throw the puzzle off. The, it was a shit puzzle. It was, it was so hard. Um, it was. It didn't even lo- look good. It, just, it, it was good. <laughs> it was just grass. Um, it was. Um, it was uh, the Jacobite train in in Scotland, um, and we were supposed to go there in August. But the train took up lovely, like ten like percent of the train, puzzle. Like, yeah, the, the rest train of it was, was just trees and grass. The train was easy. The rest of it was just hills of Scotland, and it was really, really hard. Um, we even changed the light in our lounge room because we needed to see the shades of colour. In three episodes, <laughs> this is the second time that puzzle's been caught up. Oh my god, I just wanted <laughs> it's to... It's going to be like the key factor of our podcast. I wanted to get it and I wanted to fling it off the thing. Anyway, so I went onto, the, went onto this uh, website, which was an Australian website with um, pu- about puzzles, uh, buying puzzles, all different kinds of puzzles, and I went through four pages of the thousand-piece puzzles. Hmm. And they were all out of stock. All of them. They were all out of stock. That's I couldn't, insane. I'm like, I gave up and I stopped searching for puzzles. So um, we've actually done a bit of swapsies and we've got some from somebody else. I dropped one off, they left one out the front and then 
um, we've swapped around. So I'm doing a puzzle that has kittens on it now. It's so cute. cute. Still, cute. it's still, it's still hard. It's I thought it would be easier, but it's no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Um, what else has been? What else has been sold out? I don't know. I think toilet roll and stuff in supermarkets is back to normal. Yeah, toilet roll is back to normal. Things are starting to seem... People are being less crazy. Oh, rice. Rice is still hard. Rice is going pretty quick. Yeah, what the hell? That's really crazy. Like, you can still go out and go to the shops. It's weird. People are stupid. Buy what you need. Don't be a dickhead. There was a really good one that I saw. I don't know if I showed you this one too. And it was a guy... I don't know where it was. It said it was in Australia, but the guy almost sounded a little bit Kiwi from what I thought anyway, but... Some bloke brought some stupid amount of toilet rolls, like pallets worth, and like bought them all out from this st- specific store and hand sanitizer. And then the other day he tried to bring a whole bunch of it back because he realized how much of a dickhead he was. <laughs> and he tried to bring it back and the manager of the store told him to fuck off. Oh, really? Yeah. Sam, Sam Willis said flour. She can't get flour. Flour. Yeah, yeah. flour's actually, Tali was saying that. My housemate was saying it's super hard to get flour. Um, like people baking. Yeah, everyone's baking. People are doing heaps of cooking at the moment, which is kind of cool. Like, I feel like people are doing... It's like those silver linings we spoke of a little bit last time. It's like people are doing heaps of cool things like cooking, um, like learn different languages and fucking instruments and shit. I still got to get my keyboard. Um, but, like, people are, people are doing kind of cool stuff and just not spending all their time rushing around, which is good. Yeah, that's good. What should we... Um, I reckon we should try and do... It doesn't have to be next week. We should try and get someone on the podcast, like try and Zoom someone. I know. The, the first two Who sessions... should we get on? Who should we get on, guys? What do you want to hear? Do you want like a nutritionist? Do you want a, just a, a member just to talk some shit with? <laughs> the last two times we've had podcasts, we've had someone come in and drop us off a treat. And I feel jib this time because no one's popped in. Yeah, we had... Who did we have? We, we had, had Dee. And Dee and we had she bought us uh, some paleo baking that she did. Yeah. And then Joe brought us in some homemade uh, Rocky Road for Easter. And, yeah, this week is... What a rip. (laughs) That's the only reason I'm doing this podcast. (laughs) What? We'll have to go get our own coffee and stuff. Oh, but maybe Black's closed now. It is. Damn it. Oh, is it? It's two o'clock. Yeah, two o'clock, everything shuts. Okay. Yeah, right. That's okay. We've got some coffee here, but broken a bloody... What's it called? Plunger. Plunger. Plunger in first go. Um, Heaps good. Yeah, so um, let us know what you want us to talk about next week. Yeah, we can get um, something on. Like if we can get like a, I don't know, we can get like a, a, a psych. We probably get like a um, dietitian or nutritionist. We know a few of them. Uh, maybe we can have Cassie on and she yeah, can give get you some stretching tips. Yeah, Cassie or Britt, even one of them, yeah. both of them. Yeah. Um, we can get heaps, guys. Whatever you want to, whatever you want to hear about, let us know, and we'll try and source it out. Um, otherwise, I guess we could end it on like, maybe we'll do some recommendations of. Like audiobooks or podcasts that we've gone through this week. What yeah. did you listen to? We both um, listened to the same one actually. Yeah, we, I I um just jumped on the the podcast listening to this, this, to this year. Only this year. I didn't I couldn't not I couldn't I just didn't have the mind capacity to listen to them. I would switch off and I would not listen and becoming more present, Tony. Ah oh, so enlightened now. So now that I've been going for a walk and sometimes um, when I feel like I don't want to listen to music, I start, I've been listening to the, some podcasts that Craig's been sending me um, and I've actually passed some of them on to other people. 
Yeah, they're good. They're so good. Like, they're actually so good. I love a podcast. I'm like, I say, Craig sent it to me. It's not wankish. It is. It usually is. I listen it's, to some weird shit, guys. Like, I, I listen to fucking it's not, anything. It's not. It's I listen to one the other week of some guy with Joe Rogan. Who, they just both got stoned and just talked for like three hours. And they said a whole lot, but they actually, they, they talked a lot, but they said nothing. <laughs> I was like, that's three hours wasted, but it was funny. But like, no, on the most part, I try and like, listen to a lot of like psychology I think, stuff i think the one that i like the best this time was that um Sam Harris, the yeah the, of, the science of happiness so um yeah the science of happiness it's on sam harris's um making sense podcast if you don't subscribe to that like his his podcast is really good um he does talk very slow so for some people like that might be a bit annoying but he's a very smart guy um, he had a psychologist on, I forget, uh, Lori Santos, um, and she basically does, actually, no, sorry, she's not a psychologist. She does research in happiness, and she brought up all, whatever, whatever literature, all the research is showing leads to a, um, a happy sense of self and happy life, which is super interesting. Yeah, so let me just say this, okay, because we know that. Craig's the sensitive one and I'm not. <laughs> um, it took me about 10 or 15 minutes to get into this podcast. Now, I don't necessarily think that the first 10 or 15 minutes wasn't worth listening to. Um, there was a little bit of jargon at first uh, and it took me a little while just to turn off uh, other stuff that's been going on in my brain that, those last couple of days. Um, so it took, you know, 15 minutes. So don't just get on and um, think, oh, I don't know about this. Actually, you know, give it, give, you give, it, give it a little bit. I really got a lot out of it. Um, I was quite surprised because uh, Craig had sent me three and he told me to start with that one. Um, and it did make me want to listen to the other ones because... I was surprised that I really enjoyed it. I feel like a lot of podcasts um, and a lot of the, these sort of ones that are about deeper topics are a bit like watching a TV show. And in the sense, I mean, like, if you're going to start a new series, most of the time the first episode of a new series is, like, pretty slow and boring. It's, like, explaining who the characters are and introducing you to everything. And a lot of the time podcasts, I find, like, with those deep issues are a bit the same, like, because they're sort of explaining the topic. Sometimes there is a bit of jargon. But then once you get into it, that's when the gold is. Yeah, there was definitely a, like a few takeaway points that I that we discussed later on in the week. Um, and the, the start of the week this week was um, a little tougher than I was expecting. So I've had a couple of, you know, shitty days and dealing with shitty stuff and all the rest of it. But um, it, it was re- really good to bring back some... Um, other key points that we kind of could discuss later on. So yep. have a listen to it. Uh, it's really good. And if you do have a listen to it, um, yeah, we'll, we'll have a chat about it next next uh, podcast. Yeah, we'll have like a good and if, and breakdown we'll, of it. Yeah, you can guys can jump on and tell us what you think. I'd love to hear what you think about it and what well, you think. Yeah, took if from we talk it. about it next week, you might not really understand what we're talking about a lot if you haven't listened to it like if you listen to it more like if you've if you've listened to the whole thing you'll really get a lot out of probably what we're going to talk about next week yeah um what else did you listen to this week was there any you listened um, to a few i listened to what else did i listen to this week i did start listening to uh the joe rogan one but oh, I, yeah. 
Um, that one, that one's like relative relevant right now is um, Joe Rogan interviewing a another really smart fellow called Eric Weinstein. Um, he's a it's, mathematician and an economist, so he's a, he's a bit. It's current to current issues. They're talking about a lot about coronavirus and and, and the American politics of it and stuff like that. Uh, and it goes for quite a while. Like I said, I didn't get to continue. My headphones went flat, but it hasn't. I do want to listen to the rest mm. of it. Um, I didn't listen to that. Oh, what else did you send so to me? I think there are the only three I sent. Did so, you send me one last week though? Uh, bah, 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 maybe. Let's have a look. Hold on, guys. I'm just scrolling back through. TikToks. We send each other I, I TikToks. I send Tony some TikToks. Um, <laughs> How good is TikToks? I've been loving watching. Um, maybe I didn't. Some of you members put some up with your kids. It's so good. Oh, I sent you a quantum lifting podcast from... Did you, did you listen to that one? Uh, I think that was one, one of the ones with, with the psychologist they have on. No. Maybe, maybe not. Um, I, I don't know. I, I did. I've listened to a couple of uh, podcasts about... Uh, from a, a lifter in um, Melbourne. Her name is Sarah. The podcasts are called Mind Gold. Um, the ones that I listened to of hers were interviewing uh, national level and Olympic level lifters and just how they go about their business and their training and um, the, the training ways of doing Ollie and training on your own and their anxieties and their pressures and the pressures that they put on themselves to compete. They were really good. So Mind Gold, if you're interested in Ollie and you're interested in the way people train, they were they were a really good um, podcast to listen to. I really yeah. enjoyed them. Just gave you a bit of an insight to your own training and, you know, getting into the the same things that we were talk, been talking about, getting into routine and, you know, putting training first and all that kind of stuff. So that was that. They were really good to listen to. Yeah. She, uh, she also had another one with a lifter who had been going through some uh, spousal abuse. Um, it was pretty hard hitting, and I know the lady, and and I knew that she was going through um, this at the time. So it was a really good outreach story for people who have, you know been abused or uh, going through some spousal abuse which is kind of really current right now um, people being stuck at home and that, domestics that, that that kind of things you know pretty relevant um, but it was a good listen it was a good listen to so mind gold yeah the only other one I would go on um, was kind of like the one we were just speaking about before kind of down similar uh, thing I guess is the science of happiness is one that the boys at Melbourne strength culture did with um, one of their clients who's actually a psychologist. Um, psychologist, and I think he studied philosophy. I don't know. Jump on and check it out, though. It's um, on the Quantum Lifting podcast, but you should be able to find it if you search Strength Culture. It's chapter 60, so they're episode 60, they just call it chapters. But it's on the BPS model and self-awareness. So the BPS model is the biopsychosocial model of how we think and our belief systems and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, so check it, that out. It's yeah, cool. hit, hit us up if you can't remember what we've said or you not you haven't found it. Hit us up. We'll I'll try and link them in the yeah. podcast. So if you jump on it, you'll probably we'll be able to click on it. Yeah, we'll send them off to you. Um, or 
um, yeah, you can jump on. I'll link to it in the, the show notes. Yeah. If I, if I can be that tech savvy, have a look at us. I know. How good link is it? Link in the show notes. We're doing a podcast and we're recommending other people's podcasts. <laughs> I know. I know. And I'll tag the, all them in at the too, start of the year. Say, share I didn't share even us. listen to podcasts and now I'm doing one and listening to them. What the hell? <laughs> no. I don't even know who I am anymore. You're a podcaster. That's who you are, Tony Lane. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Well, we might wrap it up on that note. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Share our ha- stuff. Happy week. Happy happy lifting. Happy training week. Send us your videos of you using unconventional things to train. Yeah, Muay Thai, um, uh, CrossFit, yeah. whatever you are, PT, do that. I, um, I shared my video of standing on Michael's uh, esky. He's not particularly happy that I was using it as a step up. I've never seen that. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're a mad woman. Yeah. All right, well, subscribe to the podcast, guys. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you want to program, jump on that on the website. Otherwise... And share um, it. Share away. Share our stuff, and we'll see you next Friday. See you guys. Bye.